Welcome to the Student Council Podcast, an educational advice show made for students and by students, where everyone is qualified to talk about their own experiences. My name is Carter Dvorak, and today I am so, so excited to be joined by an amazing, talented artist, animator, producer, director, art director, lovely person, Disney adult, Jane McMillan. Thank you for coming on the show today. How are you? I am I am so happy to be here. Some of these are lies. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess they're all true in a technicality way, but like, <laughs> you definitely hyped me up. <laughs> Rightfully so. I can always cut out Disney adult if you don't want that one oh, out there no. just Disney yet. Disney adult? No, it's, I live my truth. I <laughs> I am a Disney adult. <laughs> As am I. We we live that world. But no, yeah, no. You, you saw my 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 room back home. I have like my Disney pin collection. And I think like right before I came to college this year, I was reflecting on it, and I was like, I definitely have like a couple hundred dollars worth of Disney pins that I've collected over the years, over the years. Over the and years. that's only because they're really expensive. So it's not that many pins, but they're expensive. <laughs> it's not that many pins. When you spend like forty bucks and you get three pins, and you're like, uh oh, like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Disney pins are wild. Uh, but that's for a whole other podcast. Yeah. Anyways, Jenny, what have been your favorite five minutes of the past week? Um, I was thinking about this. Um, I want to say, like, was it um Friday, the filmic party? It was. <laughs> it feels like time isn't real. Time um, isn't real, I like... <laughs> I like that, like, moment where we were all just, like, standing around the table because, like, not that many people had showed up yet. And I was just queuing songs and we were all just talking and, like, I don't know. I just love that energy and I love just, um, I feel like we don't get that many opportunities to just stand around and talk. So I, th- I thought it was very fun. Um, and I also got to share some of my music, which is always fun. I love sharing music with people. I Yeah, that was, that whole night was a lot of fun. I liked just standing around and talking. I liked the whole event. I liked walking back after and talking as well. That was a fun opportunity to just vibe and i'm excited for you to share more music later on in this episode so there's the oh. tease oh yeah slay jenny i'm curious walk me through your college experience so far where did you come from you're at university of michigan now what led you here all the way from california what's it been it has been overall good i'd say um i am from california yeah i'm from southern california like carter said when i was applying for colleges i was trying to decide whether to go into art or and or electrical engineering and so I wasn't convinced fully that I wanted to do art like I was like okay I'm gonna apply for art programs but I wasn't like fully convinced like that I'd like it um so I applied to only one art specific school which was Pratt and then I applied to all other schools that had good art and engineering programs so that's how I ended up at the University of Michigan and when I was looking more into the University of Michigan art program I um, learned that they don't have concentrations here and that's something I wanted back then because I was I've always been like a mixed media artist and I like doing a bunch of different things so when I saw that you didn't have to have a concentration I was like oh that's perfect because then I can just take classes and what I want to take um and so I applied I got in and then I toured the campus and I just fell in love and I love the energy here because everyone like wants to be here which is a big difference from my high school where it felt like no one wanted to be there uh-huh. um and then I came to school moving was really scary <laughs> I yeah. definitely had that freshman experience of like you walk in and your parents leave and you just sit there and you're like uh-oh <laughs> what do I do now <laughs> yeah uh, yeah 
did you have that experience? I did. I I, I did in, in a way. My, my mom stuck around for like a couple days after moving, just like getting the last supplies and probably not wanting to let her kid go in a very, very sweet way. But I definitely remember that first night being like, oh, okay, I'm alone and this is what it's going to be like for a while. Um. So yeah. 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 But uh, you live in state, right? So they I live in visit. state. So it's, it's definitely different than like living across the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How'd you prepare for like moving cross country? Like what did you prep for coming from California to Michigan? Basically, so I took the train to college. I took the California Zephyr. So my freshman year. Uh, so I went to San Francisco to visit my grandma the week before. And so I just was like, pack whatever I can take on an airplane with my mom, my sister and I. So mm-hmm. my sister, Sydney, went on the train with me. And then my mom flew because she didn't want to be on a three day train ride, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, and so I basically the way I prepped is I just packed whatever fit in a suitcase and then we bought the rest here um mm. but like mentally prep I don't know if I mentally prepped I was just like woohoo let's do this <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't even mentally prep for the train ride we got on the train and we were like a few hours into the train ride and I was like oh three days is a long time to be on a train <laughs> <laughs> that is a long time to be on a train that seems cool though I've heard the California Zephyr is like a pretty ride is that true oh it's it's gorgeous yeah through yeah. the if you can take the Amtrak through uh, Colorado, it's just gorgeous. It goes through the Rockies. It's the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. I think I did it when I was really, really young. Because I remember being like asleep and my mom was like, woke me up and they're like, there's mountains out the window. And I went, cool. Um, <laughs> but I... I would love to do that again i do like a good train ride it's so cool i love that yeah so you got here and then you had that kind of freshman year moment did you find like a moment where you, things kicked into gear more freshman year you felt a little bit more settled or when did that moment come for you i think like straight up the end of the year <laughs> Fair. Like, not even the first semester, like end of the school year. For first semester, I was just freaking out the whole time. I was like, what do I do? It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Especially because like when you're an art student, you have a lot of work. So I was just like, I eat, sleep, breathe art. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then um, I feel like a lot of people had like friend groups around me, but I never like found that like freshman year friend group. So then I was like, I don't know how you find that. I'm just doing what I can. Um, I don't know. I don't know how people have time or energy to go out every weekend (laughs) Um, yeah the stamina of that is wild I was definitely very homesick my first semester freshman year I uh I would call my sisters um especially my sister Sydney my sister Vicky a lot and I'd call my mom almost every day fresh first semester freshman year um and she I remember my mom she would always hang up on me because I'd call her while I was getting lunch in between classes and that's how I like wouldn't be talking very much and then she'd be like I gotta go and she'd hang up because I was just like I was calling her just because I didn't know what else to do and then she was like this is boring Oh no. Slay. Slay. It's still sweet though to, to keep in touch. I think it is a very valid thing to be homesick, especially a big shift like that. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Has that subsided like this year and end of freshman year? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would say like first semester like I was calling a ton and then second semester not so much and like this semester like this year like I don't feel homesick at all yeah um it's I just you get more comfortable I feel like being at college Mm -hmm. and you also just find people that like kind of make college home 
or like a second home yeah. so I'm like I'm here and I'm like I love being around all these people um so like I'd say like I was like reverse homesick over the summer where I was like oh I miss everyone from Michigan so much I wish I was there. I completely agree. I was definitely reverse homesick. And like, anytime I got a glimpse of anyone from Michigan, I like, like I clung on to it. So it definitely is an adjustment to get to, to not being homesick. But I was just talking to Aiden about this last week. And he was saying the same thing of like, you kind of have to like build up your home again at school. It's definitely true. Like this just like, it really does. I, I'll refer to here as home and I'll refer to like my home back home as home. Like mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I got to go home and I'll make me like my apartment. But like, it's just, it's just a new home. You just yeah. gather more throughout your life i feel like (laughs) i love that quote because i think it's very true yeah that's really cool like where are you at this year with everything with your like Um, time in michigan it's been it's been different it's been very different from last year um last year i feel like just your freshman you're getting to know everything um this year i went into the school year doing a lot because i'm on um this i guess this is like part of like one of our questions later of like involvements in campus but like one of my major involvements with campus is this club filmic um I'm assuming you've talked about this before on your podcast. Not much, though. Um, outside of okay. chatting with it with Aiden Flora, it's been it's been new. So I'm down to dive more into filmic. Yeah. Do you want me to just give the rundown? Give the spiel, Jenny. Okay. Awesome. So filmic is a production company, or I guess it's like a production club um, on campus because we technically are not a company, um, but we make uh, professional videos for clients as students which is really awesome. So we make a lot of promotional videos for the university and different aspects of the university. And we also do clients outside of the university, like, uh, oh, like Born This Way Foundation. Yeah, we've done a ton of cool stuff. And I am on the executive board for that club. I'm the VP admin. So I send emails and tell people to go to the meeting, (laughs) Um, which has been, it's been a great experience. And I, this summer I was helping with the client search. And so as we were going into the school year, I was doing a lot of stuff with one of the clients that we had this past semester and also just like e-board and recruitment in general. So like going into the school year was very different than last year, I would feel like, because last year was like, everything is new. What am I doing? And now I'm just like, came to school and just got to work it feels like yeah Um, which has been it's been good and I really liked being in sunny Ann Arbor I miss that it was fun to be in sunny Ann Arbor I I hope it I don't think it's gonna be sunnier for much longer Jenny but it's been good to be in sunny Ann Arbor while it's lasted yeah I think those days are over they might be you never know but I I I relate to you a lot and like freshman year it came and everything was crazy and it's like where what do I do where do I go how do I do and I feel like this year it's like you I came back involved and a lot of things and then of course join things like filmic and now i have a lot more like really fun stuff that i get to go and do this year which has been amazing yeah yeah because yeah. you're involved in a ton of stuff right yeah definitely am um so it's been good in a lot of ways though it's like it's all about balancing those kinds of things and i like everything i'm involved with which i think makes it easy to to be able to juggle it all what was your perception of michigan maybe even before like you mentioned on your campus tour you saw the like the liveliness and the energy but like when you came here like what did you really notice about michigan's culture and overall vibes when I was touring touring and then as a student like was there any discrepancies there Mm 
I don't know. I didn't really have any, like, like pre... Like, I didn't come... Like, when I was applying to college straight up, barely did my research. Oh, <laughs> I didn't really know anything about UMish. I didn't realize that it was, like, this incredible, great university until I was one of the few people in my grade who got in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh. Because uh, there was this guy in my school who, like, that was, like, his dream school. And then I remember, like, I felt bad that I got in and he didn't. Especially because I want to do art. So I was like, this is silly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like came to campus and I remember I was like one like campus is big <laughs> Yeah, it really and is. And the culture, like, everyone just, like, was friendly, and it was cold. I toured in February, so it yeah. was, like, me and my mom, we were shivering in the cold. It was 10 degrees the day of my tour. I couldn't feel my toes. No way. Um, but I loved Ann Arbor a ton. And then I think especially something that really set in stone that I wanted to go to Michigan was I toured Belmont and Nashville right after, which is, like, a much smaller school. And it was so small and like there were barely any students around and I was like, nah, like (laughs) I need the energy of this big campus, especially after like the school I went to in high school was pretty small. Uh, My graduating class was like 120 people and we were the largest grade. So I definitely needed a big school and I just loved like the energy. And then coming here like now as a student, I'd say it's like it's better than I imagined um, student wise. I love I mean, I'm in stamps. I'm in the art and design school here. And like, I really love my classmates and I love going to class and talking with them. And I really like, I love filmic, obviously. So I just, I love the energy on campus and I like the sports culture, even though I'm not directly involved with it because I've been to a football game. Um, I just, I like being somewhere where it feels like everyone wants to be there. I really like how you phrase that. And I completely agree. I think it's really special to be somewhere that people are excited and care a lot about in a positive way. I'm curious, like, what's the inside scoop on stamps, on on the culture, like, of the students at stamps? What's that like? Maybe some of your perceptions of some of the academics of it. Like, I just feel kind of on the outside of stamps, and I'm curious to hear more. Like, the day-to-day. What is your day-to-day in stamps? My day-to-day. So I have the unfortunate experience of having 8.30 a.m.s four days a week. So I wake up every day between like 6 and 6.30 because it takes me a bit to feel alive in the morning Mm -hmm. and to like eat breakfast and stuff. So I wake up early and then I hop on the bus, which is like the bus stop is like a five, 10 minute walk away. And then I come to class and then usually all of us are tired because it's an 8.30 a.m. class. But the students I've met, we all come from from different places. I mean, mostly Michigan, because that makes sense. <laughs> it's mostly people from Michigan, but there's also people from everywhere. Um, and it's just that creative vibe. I don't know. I've been I in high school. I had friends that were all artists. And like, I just like being friends with fellow artists. I love seeing the way that other people see the world. Um, so it's a lot of just work. And you see your student, your friends, like your fellow classmates work. And you just hype each other up. Um, and you get to be surrounded by people who are creating um yeah and it's small class sizes so you really get to know your um your peers which is cool um but the academic side of things (laughs) uh your freshman year you take all foundations courses and I actually liked a majority of my foundation courses mostly because I feel like I got some good teachers. I got some good teachers. Stamps is really about the teachers that you get. Um, and unfortunately, there's also a lot of bad teachers at Stamps, um, which sucks, 
especially for art. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my freshman year, first year, like first semester, I had 3D um, drawing 2D or like, yeah, something like that. Drawing 2D. Wait, was it that? Yeah, I think it was drawing 2D. And then I had drawing observation. And I really loved drawing observation because you would just go to class and you would draw. So there would just be like a still life setup or there'd sometimes there'd be a model or sometimes you're drawing like yourself, I guess. Um, and you would just go there and draw and the teacher would walk around as you all are working and then give you like advice as you're working on the piece and like teach you as you're going. Sometimes you'd have presentations at the beginning of the class. Um, and I just love that. That's my favorite way an art class can be set up. It's been the most helpful for me when classes are set up that way because your critique is kind of happening as you're working on it. So you can still make those changes. And it also you just learn. You learn like when you're getting advice as you go. Yeah. Um my 3D class was fun, but like I didn't like I mean my my I don't know, like it was just kind of like playing around with like sculpture and also wood like carving or I guess like wood shop stuff. Um so that was just fun for like experimenting and playing around. Um and then I hated 2D. I had a t- I had a teacher that was a last minute hire and she was very bad and she gave us extremely time consuming projects but would assign them in a very short time span and she also uh didn't teach so i remember specifically one project we had to do this one piece we had to draw a mobile we had to design like a baby mobile and we she kept saying like it's 2d perspective like it's two um two point perspective and then one she didn't teach us how to do perspective so we was like how do i do this (laughs) and then she wouldn't explain it and then the thing is with what we were doing it would have been three point perspective too so that's she was telling us the wrong things and she wasn't teaching us even how to do the original thing that she was talking about um so that was not good and so that was like my first bad experience with the teacher i'd say at stamps um and then this semester i'm taking intro to animation visualizing and depicting ideas and figure drawing i love figure drawing it's the same setup as observation where you just go to class and you draw and the teacher walks around and gives advice and sometimes gives presentations and i have I've, i don't i've been growing so much quicker like I've just been growing very quickly through that class and also I love my teacher and I love like just creating and like learning um through that way and then intro to animation we have barely been taught if at all um which has been (laughs) that's tough um, very stressful yeah it's tough to try to animate when you aren't taught um so we've been like kind of learning the the programs but still like very surface level and then also she was like teaching us the programs before teaching us how to animate so she it took us like i think eight weeks to learn a principle of animation and there's 12 principles of animation oh boy uh, yeah so we didn't learn anything till eight weeks in and it was because a professional artist had come in to teach our class um and then that class has also been frustrating just because she hasn't been giving us studio time to work so the way stamps is set up all the classes are two hours long because the idea is that they're studio classes so you go in and you work on your projects in class but two of my teachers this semester don't give us time to work in class so we have to do the projects all outside of class. Um, and they're very time-consuming projects. Um, so that's been really rough, especially because the class is also at 8.30 a.m. So it's like... Yikes. 
it's just exhausting. Yeah. Um, and then I'm taking visualizing and depicting, which is like intro to illustration. And that class is just the main problem is it's a ton of work. It's so much work. She gives you like mini assignments and projects and she'll assign the next project while you're working on your current project. And you're like expected to have sketches for your next project while you're still working on your current project. Um, and she doesn't give us studio time to work. And that class has been an extreme stressor for me. <laughs> and she doesn't really teach. So it's more like you're just given assignments. It's not like she's teaching us like different like illustration styles or like teaching us composition or something like that. Like it's just been assignments. Um, yeah. Yikes. Oh, and then second semester classes last year was 4D, which is like intro to like computer based art, I guess, like video, audio, performance, and then we did stop motion. So it was like different types of like art that aren't like fine art. And then I had drawing visualization, which is like they teach you how to like draw stuff from your brain. So like they teach you perspective in that class and like how to design objects and stuff. And then I can't remember the the last one I took. Oh, methods of inquiry, which is like you're supposed to like learn how to like guide, do a self-guided project. Yeah. Um, and I liked 4D. They're all like those ones were all just foundation classes, so they're fine. Um, it really depends on the teacher you have. Yeah, it really depends. That's like that's a bummer that it depends on the teacher that much. That's always really unfortunate. Like it's hard when you have like they all seem like fascinating concepts and really cool stuff to learn about. But if you don't have the right teacher, then you're not really either one learning or two learning it well. And that's just tough yeah. yeah that's that's exactly it <laughs> and it's yeah. hard because a lot of the times that's the only teacher that teaches the class or there's like a section offered of the class that was the other thing i was curious about is there ways to kind of go around that is there like rate my professor or their student like is it just kind of word of mouth it stamps like take this one don't take this one but is it or is it a problem that it exists more in the core courses so it's just hard to like avoid um it is it's a bunch of different things so sometimes there's only a teacher that teaches a class so it's like if you want to take that class or like if you want to take an upper level class but you have to take this prereq and then that teacher is the only one that teaches the prereq um that's kind of part of it um there is like great my professor it's a lot of word of mouth um a lot of these teachers have been around for a while um <laughs> and so there isn't they aren't really gonna leave <laughs> they're not gonna change them um it is, it's really just kind of, there's no real choice. And uh, Stamps doesn't offer that many courses. So like, they're not offering that many next semester. So me and like every stamp student I know is struggling to backpack classes because it's like, well, the two studios you wanted to take, they're offered a section and it's at the same time. So you have to pick one and then find another one. And then they're also like not offering that many 300 level classes. Um, my friend Maddie, you know Maddie, Maddie Leia, um, yeah. who's in filmic. She, uh, one of the classes she wants to take, they're just straight up not offering the prereq for it next semester. So she's gonna, and she needs to graduate next year. So she has to take that class. And so she's like, just emailing the teacher to be like, can I take this class with her and the prereq? Because like, they're just not offering it. Um, That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's uh, not great. Yeah. I hope that can be some improvement on that front. Like, I really hope that Michigan is known for so many great departments and so many great schools. And I hope that, you know, 
it could give the love to its art and design school that maybe some of the other ones get as well. Yeah, that's the hope, but they haven't really been listening to students, which is unfortunate. Um, a lot of students have voiced their complaints and they don't, they either make it sound like, oh, that's the student's problem or they just ignore it. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah, and then not do anything. You know, I wish that there could be like a student advisory board or something for SAMS, like some way of, of utilizing, listening to and incorporating student feedback into the curriculum. Yeah. Would be nice. That yeah. would be nice. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's unfortunate. I'm glad still that you have some good experiences in filmmaking and things like that. And I, let's just dive into filmmaking more. I want to curious, like, I'm curious, how did you find out about filmmaking? Like, how did you join the org? And like, what was that journey? What's that journey been? I I love filmic. Ah. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was looking, uh, I was walking around campus, like after I'd moved in to like find my classes. And at this time, I was like enrolled in a ancient Turkey history class. Um, and I it which was in Angel Hall uh so I was walking into Angel Hall from the Diag entrance so I guess Mason Hall yeah and on the side of the wall was written join filmic and chalk and I was like I like movies (laughs) yeah my thought process I I saw that chalk and then I saw the posters around campus and I was like I like movies so I guess I'll just like look into this and then I went on the website and I saw that they were looking for art directors and I want to be an art director. So like when I was going into college, I was like, I want to be an art director on music videos. That was my thing. And so I even wrote that in my filmic application. Um, but I was like, I want experience art directing. This looks super cool. I I honestly knew nothing about filmic when I applied. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I had no clue what it was really. I just knew they needed art directors. So they made videos. Yeah. So that was cool. And then I, that was just in my head and then I got COVID (laughs) that first week of school so I was actually in quarantine for the first week of classes and I I dropped that turkey class because I was like I can't do this no (laughs) um but when I had left um quarantine there was like a few days before applications were due and like on that day the applications were due at 9 p.m at night I was like you know what I'm gonna apply because at first I was like I'm not even gonna get in like what's even the point and then 9 p.m that night I was like you know what it doesn't matter let's just try and so yeah. I remember I was typing it up and I was like sending my sister the doc to like edit my uh essay answers like my interview right whatever the questions were like to edit my answers as I was typing them up and then I turned it in at eleven fifty nine. um no way yeah so that was crazy and I I was over the moon when I got an interview I was like that's crazy I had no that's wild whoa um yeah. and I I on my interview oh the, uh this is like it's such a fond memory mm-hmm. uh, I a we okay so I made my case the night before so in for everyone who's listening the context is when you apply to filmic there's two rounds there's the like application round where you just answer some questions and submit some creative pieces and then there's the interview round so if you make it to the interview round you have to do an interview and then you also have to put together a case for like a fake client that we give you so my year it was the Don Treader you also did this one I also did this one Yeah. yeah so the fake client was the Don Treader which is like a bookstore in Ann Arbor and I the night before I remember like I finished at midnight my um my case <laughs> lots of midnight lots of midnight things. lots of down to the wire for for Jenny yeah. McMillan and so I I made a storyboard a character sheet which was like just right next to the storyboard 
and I made a slideshow. And it was so fun. I was so scared, like, when I entered in my interview. Because I remember I walked in, and, like, one of my friends from art school was sitting on the bench outside the case room. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And I was like, oh, hey, what are you doing? And she was like, I have my interview for filmmaking. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Um, And so uh, that also, like, made me super nervous. Because I was like, oh, I'm literally, like, this is real. Like, that's so weird to like I'm like this is a whole process um and then I did my interview which was really I think it went well they had me like because I had like my uh, storyboard rolled up because I did it traditionally I did it on paper and they're like what's that I was like oh this is part of my case and then like as I was leaving my interview and then they're like and I they had me like unroll it and then they all were like whoa and I was like so cool (laughs) and like I was like what's going on this is exciting they seem to like it um (laughs) and then I did my case and I remember I took up all the time like I finished and then it was over like like they like done um your time is up and then I I remember as I was exiting I I was like it sounded like they just cheered and I didn't know if that was for me or the person who had entered uh, like who was like about to go in or something but I was like that's crazy <laughs> but then because they were like we'll get back to you tomorrow um and I was like okay and so the next day you know I'm just waiting like a whole day um for like to see if I got in and I didn't get an email and I was like okay and so it was like 11 30 at night and I was about to go to bed and I'm like okay I guess I just didn't get in it's not meant to be like that's okay um and then right like the last time I was checking my phone before I get to bed the email pops up and it says welcome to filmic and I like I literally screamed and like my roommate yeah. who was like you know because I was in the dorms just like what and I was like I got it and it was like the it was so exciting um and I, that was just like a moment because I was like I was like accepting the fact that I didn't get in and then I got in and the recruitment party like that was such a fun night and then yeah. just everything from there on it was, it was just awesome um <laughs> like I genuinely like I say like oh filmic has changed my life but it genuinely has um I it's made me so much more confident and mm-hmm. I love everyone like in it um um, just like confident in like so many different ways like as a person like <laughs> sorry like who I am uh in my creative ability I guess in my professional ability um I it's been I, I was definitely way more shy and quiet last year um if you can imagine that especially because like being a newbie I was like ah, I don't know uh yeah it is hard to imagine Jenny I'm not gonna lie to you um like I just just in the way that you are now, like, a quiet Jenny McMillan doesn't line up. Yeah. It definitely, I've gotten so much more comfortable just being myself. Um, yeah, which that is, is Which has been awesome this year. Um, yeah, and then my project I worked on first semester freshman year was the Sweetland Center for Writing. All right. And that was really fun. Um, and I love art directing. And I love just, like, filmic in general. Um, it is just a joy. And I had so much fun at making the recruitment video, the recruitment party 
right the the another recruitment well the recruitment party was so fun because i was like what's going on because like i didn't go out like freshman years wait what's going on i thought this was like a film club i thought it was gonna be like quiet and chill <laughs> yeah filming filming is definitely not quiet and chill in the best ways possible and i love it for it i know i thought that night because they told us to wear uh professional clothes i thought yeah. that we were gonna have our first meeting and so, <laughs> so when it was a party i was like what's going on i'm not gonna lie jenny i thought we were taking headshots um the first night the perfect i'm like oh i guess this is where you get your film like headshot like that's fun um i love that i love that too it's so so fun like it's yeah. it's a thrilling club it's amazing and i've seen like it's amazing your confidence the way that you lead and, and really show initiative and in film like it's amazing jenny uh thanks uh, <laughs> no it's such a special org on campus like i love all of it mm-hmm. just all of it um, and the type of people it attracts is like it's just so awesome yeah because it's a type of people where it's like everyone is so diverse right like there is no kind of duplicate or similar person in the club and yet at the same time I feel like everyone gets along so well yeah it is it is so special yeah and it's cool that you can like be in the club no matter like you're not a lot of us aren't film majors like neither of us are and I was saying like before I came to school I wasn't considering film at all and like now I'm super like oh maybe I want to do like stuff in the film industry in the future because yeah I've loved this so much um it's it's very interesting how like works that way it's fascinating how it all goes yeah it's like zane's a physics major and a writer and now a director like you know it's crazy it's like it's cool that it's open to people outside the film industry and it reminds me of a point you made earlier about filmic which i think kind of goes to a lot of different things which is like when you applied you didn't know about filmic you just knew they needed an art director and i think sometimes that helps a lot in like in applying to things and joining things because i think sometimes when you get in your own head about like the club itself or the school itself it makes it almost harder for you to look like you can only think of like you can't talk about your value add as much because you are just like so focused on like i want this school and i want to do like broad based so, like if you look at it initially like that like you need an art director i can art direct let's link in like there we go i think it's a better way of looking at it sometimes to be fair it was a bit more risky than that because i was like i have no experience art directing but i really want to be an art director and i actually know what an art director does which is it's crazy how much knowing what an art director does like contributes to your chances of getting into filmmaking <laughs> No, it so does. All of those role team. If you know what your role team does, like you're locked in. I remember my yeah. first year. They said, "What does a producer do?" And I went, "Uh, uh, uh." You ever heard of a clock? You know how there's gears in a clock. The producer is the middle gear. That was what no I way. said. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I, I got it down, you're not but wrong. I. I'm not wrong, but I maybe shouldn't have been shooting off the hip uh, as much as I was. But you know what? All things are are meant to be, and and it wound up working out in the way that it did. And now we're here. Yeah. Jenny, I want to ask you some of the fun, general questions I love to ask everybody on the podcast. And I want to start with, what is the most impactful piece of advice that somebody's given to you? Um, The most impactful piece of advice. This one's like kind of sad, but it like works out. Um, I, when I quit cross country the second time, (laughs) my my favorite coach because I I had to tell her like in person and because it was the second time she said don't make quitting a habit and I it's like it's tough to hear obviously because you're like well I didn't plan on it yeah right (laughs) like uh it was it's definitely a piece of advice that I hold dear it's like I don't want to be like a quitter and that was like the first time I had really like ever quit in something in my life technically the second if you consider it but the first time it was like oh it's COVID (laughs) yeah second time it was definitely like I can't do this um but i think like yeah don't make quitting a habit um just like try your best and like 
I mean, obviously, don't be afraid to like stop something that is making you unhappy. Yeah. Um, but I think there is definitely a uh, value in sticking things through. I think there is and I think there's a value in kind of and sometimes you don't know until you try so I think still if the choice is to try or not to try and you don't know I'd say try but I think that there's a value to like really thinking things through too before jumping into it you know it's such a a balancing act of like jump into stuff see what happens but also like sometimes if you're like if you stop and think about it for like 10 more seconds you realize oh maybe this isn't the thing for me and then you don't have to quit it down the line but yeah yeah. i mean you know me i'm an overthinker i think every single route that could possibly happen (laughs) yeah you know it's it's balancing that with with jumping into things and you know sometimes it just happens like that but i do like that quote as a whole do you have an Mm -hmm. ultimate tip for somebody going into college i can give the advice that my sister sydney gave to me which is um always say yes like if you can like obviously like don't say yes to drugs but like (laughs) if someone invites you to hang out like say yes and then if you're gonna go do something invite someone like for that freshman year um experience like if you're gonna go do something invite someone to tag along if someone's going out invite yourself (laughs) (laughs) that's i love Um, that Say yes. <laughs> Say yes. I invited myself to Patrick's Thanksgiving dinner. Um, Patrick Lee in Pelvic. Like, not his family, Wait. but, like, in the dining hall. I was like, he's like, hey, can you, like, swipe me in? And I'm like, yeah. And then I just kind of looked at him. He looked at me. He's like, I guess you want to eat with us? I'm like, yeah. Um, And that was a lot was of fun. Was that yesterday? Or that like was, like, last, last week? week Thursday. Um, I went to the dining hall. Um, I went to the dining hall Thanksgiving also. <laughs> Were you in South? Or no, I went to Bursley. It wasn't actually that good, but it wasn't bad either. It was, it was decent there we go um it was yeah. decent yeah How was but it was i would say again it was pretty good mac and cheese i think was solid that was like mm. the highlight for sure wait do you have a favorite thanksgiving food jenny like if you had to pick oh i've always loved like the like jello cranberry thing <laughs> but my favorite is like the leftover sandwich where it's turkey stuffing and then the cranberry sauce that's Agreed. my favorite. I love turkey stuffing. Leftovers is so special. I honestly, the Jello things always scared me as a kid. The Jello with like the nuts and the cranberries inside of it. But I, I would love to try it. I remember I did try it one year and I enjoyed it's it. It's the type that specifically doesn't have the nuts and the cranberries in it. Oh, oh, then yeah, that's awesome. I do love that stuff <laughs> for sure. Um, Jenny, I don't ask this question to everybody, but I need your opinion. If mashed potatoes is your favorite Thanksgiving food, is that a red flag? No, that's a green flag. I love mashed potatoes. Really? Actually, if you asked me that as a child that's what my favorite would have been i love mashed potatoes i remember there's like a year where we weren't gonna have mashed potatoes and i was like no i'm not allowing that and then i made them myself <laughs> you made them your- that's wild that's amazing so am i a red flag okay. no you're not a red flag but here's what it, my story is. A year ago, I toured a company in Detroit. And in the office, on the wall, was a March Madness-style Thanksgiving food bracket. It might have been 32. If I, It might have been 32 Thanksgiving sides all vying for the top position. And when I saw the top one was mashed potatoes, I said, this tells me all I need to know about this company. And I said, okay. Like, I don't know. All of the food? Like, Dude, mashed potatoes are so good. But like, what's... Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are on the table. Ooh. Stuffing is on the table. True. Like, <laughs> you know, everything else is also on the table. I love good mashed potatoes, but I don't know. I don't I'm know. I've been, just I've been such curious. a big fan. I, like, I guess it's just interesting. I just if if a company identified as mashed potatoes, I think I'd be like, I don't like that. I don't know. What's your favorite Thanksgiving? I would lean. I love a good stuffing. A good stuffing and like little gravy like on top of it. Like that's beautiful. Or like a nice yeah. kind of whipped sweet potato. Those are delightful. 
delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always just a, the in the pies too. Like the food, the sweets is is great. Like a good pumpkin pie, a yeah. fun dessert. I love pumpkin pie. What's your favorite pie? Ooh, I feel like I love a good apple. I made a blueberry basil pie when I was a kid, and that was really good. Maybe I'll have to bring that one back out of the into the world again. That was really fun. How about you? Um, cherry. I love cherry pie. Yeah, good cherry pie as well is delightful. A la mode, right? Like a good with the ice cream. <laughs> yes. Like, let me get this right. Let Alamode. me get this out right. A la mode, yeah. Like we yeah, on the same yeah. page. I love I love a la mode, but like I'll take cherry pie straight up. <laughs> true, true. Good pecan pie too. Like a really good one. Is Nice. Pie? Ke- oh yeah, I said pecan, but now I'm thinking key lime pie. I just love pies, Jenny. I think that's what I'm yeah, coming pie to. Pie is just good. <laughs> pie is really good. I don't know if people know about this, but uh, <laughs> guys, guys, hear me out. Hear me out. Hi. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. 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 Yeah, you heard of this pie? I think I think we all gotta get on board with this. Next big thing, pie. Like I think this is the next thing since since cake since is pie. pie is pie. I'm excited. For anyway. It. Yeah. No, I mean this really like indie food. It's called pie. I don't know. Like you probably haven't heard of it. <laughs> indie food. The indie food company. <laughs> you in on the indie food scene? Anyways, Jenny, what's a dorm room essential item? I was gonna say slippers and shower shoes. You don't want your feet touching those floors (laughs) never no slippers is great i think because i initially this podcast enlightened me to shower shoes actually it was like guest number four no 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 no, i i i i i I was a senior in high school um so i had not like in the midst of my packing i started asking this question and like one of the first people one of the first responses was shower shoes and i went that's a really good idea yeah so i thought you meant last year you didn't use shower no thank the lord no god no (laughs) Oh no, that'd be scary. Um, but I agree with these slippers too. A nice like like cozy slippers that you can kind of wear out and about, like a good slip on shoes yeah. if you need to. Ones just, that like... have like a decent amount of like tread or whatever, so you can like wear them to the dining hall if you don't feel like putting on real shoes. And just sometimes I do that, and I hope I don't get recognized from like tour groups. And sometimes I do get recognized, and then it's like okay. Uh, I just nah. wear my pajamas to the dining hall and call it a day. <laughs> it's so fun to do that though. I like uh... it's so especially I remember last year all the time. Yeah. Like I go in my pajamas and I get that waffle, like the Michigan waffle. And <laughs> the I, Michigan waffle. And I like put like Nutella on it, and I would just be so happy. And then I'd eat it, and I'd immediately feel just the worst you could possibly feel. <laughs> um, College is a humbling experience. <laughs> it really is. You learn a lot. Um, but speaking of food, I'm curious, what's your favorite dining hall on campus and then your favorite, like, restaurant in Ann Arbor? Ooh, my favorite dining hall, Bursley. Unpopular opinion. That's but wild. Bursley slaps. <laughs> um, if you, uh, if you don't live at the dorm, so, like, if you don't live at Bursley and it's not the one you're eating all the time, it's a great dining hall. Um, it slaps. Um, my favorite Ann Arbor restaurant, uh, I can say coffee shop. I can't really say restaurant. I don't really know. My favorite coffee shop is Comet Coffee at Nichols Arcade. Okay. Um, I love that coffee shop. It's great coffee. The people are really nice. And it's in Nichols Arcade, so you have a reason to hang out at Nichols Arcade, which is the best place. It is. I need to explore more in Nichols Arcade, actually. Like, it's the one area I feel like I've been overlooking. Yeah. So It's one alleyway, so it's pretty easy to do. <laughs> it's pretty doable, yeah. Um, yeah. Comet Coffee seems fun, too. Second coffee chat? Oh. <laughs> I think let's do it. Does Nichols Arcade have a basement? Coffee chat number two? 
<laughs> yeah, let's find a let's get Comet Coffee and find a basement. <laughs> I think that's a great plan. No context. We're giving no context to that. Next I was question. about to say that might be the stinger. Like that might be the the quote I use for promoting this. I love a good basement. Uh, next question. <laughs> What's a moment from high school that you still think about? Um, it's not a specific moment, but I would actually. You know, what? I'll give a specific moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I um my sophomore year we had a new art teacher and for context my freshman year sometimes i'd eat lunch in the art room just because like sometimes you just don't feel like eating outside because we have outdoor schools in california um, <laughs> yeah so we'd eat lunch outside um and i we had a new art teacher and i went in the second day of school and i said i used to eat lunch in here can i eat here and she said okay and we ate in silence in the art room anyway <laughs> she is like she's such a mentor for me and like i still keep in touch with her to this day um but that was really funny especially because i didn't remember it was the second day of school i thought it was the second week of school and then as i was graduating she we were reminiscing and she's like just you know you came at the second day of school <laughs> to eat in the <laughs> art room and i was like oh that's bad i gave up on socializing so quickly <laughs> my sophomore year that's so funny the second day of school i mean that, that's special though like i i love that story i like that a lot yeah. and now you have a great mentor out of it they're like exactly. they're so valuable yeah now jenny finally we get back to your music and the chat about music which is i have to ask what song would you add to a school survival playlist oh my gosh I, i'm gonna scroll through my three thousand plus song playlist your seven days long that. spotify playlist yeah school kind of fills me with rage so i feel like i have to find one that's like relatively full of rage that's generally <laughs> the vibes i've been getting from just school just like Sorry. from this playlist no from like what this playlist has become it's oh, definitely mine. like no not yours like the i asked everyone this question so i build a school survival oh. playlist so i have just i think we're almost at 50 songs now it's three it's over three hours long but it's a lot of like there's just a lot of like if you read the song titles in order it like tells a really interesting story about the student experience i love that um uh i don't know um one that has been defining my school experience um ah i can't think of which song has enough rage in it uh <laughs> <laughs> that's another quote um, i'm using i think like the one that has i think the song that has i think i de i identify the most with right now um this isn't even like a school survival thing but this is a song that i just found beginning of this year so technically beginning of last semester and i really love is canto i by lay loop it's a weird song it's gonna totally mess up the vibes of your playlist and i i played it on the ride home from filmic retreat last year and the car ride was silent and then serpentality went what the fuck is this <laughs> wait <laughs> because it is not a <laughs> i ruined the vibes um but yeah um but it's it's like a it's a folky song i guess um i really love it i showed it to natalie and she likes it so basically i have great taste and no, i'm joking um but i just really love that song <laughs> um it's kind of a weird song but i really like experimental music so that's why um but it's a little bit like minecraft music <laughs> what <laughs> a little bit <laughs> Okay, that is not a that is not a representation of what that song sounds like. That is a lie. <laughs> it is 
No way. Are you listening to the right song? Show me the show me the This one? Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Is there lyrics to it or no? Um barely. It's there's like some spoken word parts over it, but it's mostly just the sound. Yeah. It is the reason I said that is because like I feel like this song kind of like it, it's shown like a shift in my music taste. Not really though, because I still listen to music from three years ago that I liked and I still like it. But it's like I really love that music and it's kind of some it's so different from what I would have listened to in high school. Um and I feel like it's college Jenny music, if that makes sense. College Jenny music. That's fun. This list is I'll send you this playlist because I feel like you'll just think it's so like these songs are funny. Just I'm like excited. The, the mishmash of it all is wild. But yeah, that's like my regular playlist. It, I kind of feel like it mimics that a little bit. Yeah. Um Yeah. But Jenny, the last question I have to ask is what would you tell your freshman self in high school? school and your freshman self in college i would tell freshman me in high school um to both care more and care less i feel like there were things i should have cared more about that i didn't care enough about and i think there's things that i cared too much about um like other people's opinions to me that doesn't matter (laughs) and i wish i cared more just about like i wish i uh, another piece of advice i give to freshman year me is to i don't no, I mean, I honestly, like, yeah, I guess care more care and care less about it depends on what the topic is. <laughs> Um, and then freshman me in college, um, I don't know, because I don't really have any regrets, because it's like part of me wants to be like, look into other art schools earlier. <laughs> but another part of me is just like, I've loved being here. And I have no regrets being here. And I freshman me in college, maybe just be more involved, I guess. But honestly, I don't even I've I don't really have any regrets. That's good. I, I feel similarly, I think it's funny I asked this question because I feel like I would respond like, I don't know, it all happened because it happened and now I'm here. So like, I don't need to mess anything up on the timeline. Um, Yeah, so Jenny, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for talking. Uh, What do you have to plug, share, promote, send the people to, list it all? Um, I have nothing as of now. I mean, I guess you could, this is kind of silly. Uh, I guess you can follow my art Instagram, which is ginger underscore Jenny underscore. There's a story behind that username. I know it's cringe, but it's because it's uh, it's in honor of middle school me. Um, <laughs> uh, so I guess that, and then I'll let you know if I ever make a website. <laughs> Amazing. I'll, I'll link to Filmic as well so you can see all the fun, fun stuff that they're doing yeah. over there. And maybe not by the time this comes out, but down the line, hopefully you'll see in the description some other cool stuff that we did this semester that we can't talk about just yet but hopefully we can unpack in a future podcast or something yeah definitely yeah we could have just a filmic episode oh so many filmic episodes like yeah are there more filmic members you're planning on all of them jenny all of them eventually (laughs) right i don't know that's a good question um so far it's just you and aiden flora maddie wilson's top of the list jake jor would be a lot of fun um that'd be so that'd be so fun riley (laughs) both of all just eboard (laughs) yeah this i honestly really thought about making all of my coffee jets podcast episodes like but then i was like maybe not maybe not just off the bat but yeah there's so many people nat zane um paul like marcus lola has too many to count yeah you should do marcus and lola at the same time that would be adorable wouldn't that'd be so cute i would love that um that's you're you're giving good ideas jenny maybe we should make a podcast together oh my (laughs) oh my um wink wink (laughs) wink 
Anyways, until next time, Jenny, yes. thank you so much for thank being on the so show Thank you so much today. for having me on. It's been so, so fun. Uh, and listener, thank you for listening to another episode of the Student Council. I have been Carter Dvorak. That has been Jenny McMillan. Jenny, any final parting words before we head out? Um, college is awesome, but it's cool. Yeah. And you're going to love it and get involved. It's great. And Carter is amazing. So if you <laughs> become friends with Carter in the future, I good decision. <laughs> Good decision. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, the same goes to Jenny. Good decision if you want to be friends with Jenny. Like, would recommend you will get a good return on your investment. Um, it's great. Yeah. Anyways, if you want to find us on the podcast, slay. slay. Our Instagram is at sucopod. Our email is sucopod at gmail.com. Uh, my Instagram is, I think, Carter DL. I could be very, I think it's just Carter Dvorak, all one thing. So if you want to be friends with me, that's a way to start. Anyways, wishing you the best of luck in the rest of times in all of your educational endeavors. The student council is adjourned. And we made a podcast. Yay.